I V M. Hi, Avanti, and hello, everyone, <laughs> and welcome to this very impromptu episode of Marbles Lost and Found amidst a global pandemic. Yeah, we're never going to forget March 2020. Oh, we're not. I don't think we're going to forget to 2020 at all. I mean, I, I feel mm. like every month is progressively getting more and more intense. I can yeah. only imagine what April has has in store for us. I mean, as of as of today, uh, at the time of this recording, we are a week from when the lockdown was announced. So we've got two more weeks to go. <laughs> and to that end, how are you, Avanti? I am um, contrary to what I had anticipated uh, I would be feeling. I'm mm-hmm. actually doing surprisingly okay. Um, I think because I have a stocked kitchen. I live with my husband and so I'm not uh, totally lonely. Um, and uh, I live in a part of the country where I'm able to access groceries and fresh air and internet. Mm-hmm. So I can like Zoom and house party with everyone. I right. Um, yeah, that's how so, we're doing yeah, this conversation I, right now, everyone. We're on Zoom right now in our respective uh, bedrooms in the city. Of yeah. Rome. Yeah. I, what about you? Yeah, I'm pretty much in the same boat. We're really lucky that we're in the positions that we're in. Really, 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 really lucky. Um, mm-hmm. And with family, we do have access to the bare essentials. So we are okay. Um, we're keeping each other company in equal part, keeping each other sane, but in equal part, driving each other mad. But we're, we're okay. You know, we're, we're really okay. But I do, I mean, this is the purpose of this conversation. I do feel like apart from things, be it with us or people who are within our circles, there are still plenty of people around who have already started to feel deep, deep concern and deep, deep. Yes. And, and just because we're okay doesn't mean that uh, most of everyone else is okay. So... Yeah, exactly. In fact, there was something that you touched upon when we were discussing how to go forward with this episode, you know, the flip side of the positivity where, you know, you mm-hmm. at the moment you have so many people who are saying, you know what, use this time wisely and, you know, be productive and pick up a hobby or do this and do that. And that's all well and good. And I'm not taking away from that at all. But you had a very interesting perspective where, you know, there are people who find it difficult to function in a society that is, well, relatively speaking, functional. How Mm -hmm. do they manage in a society that now is literally not functional at all? Right. And I mean, that's that's a question that I'm still asking. And it's not just people who find it difficult to, who struggle with anxiety and depression on like a regular basis and are now having to, you know, be isolated and deal with this extra anxiety that the world has just thrown on us. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. anyone, anyone who, um, I mean, I I don't know, I think about how um, I have also struggled a little bit to impose some kind of structure to my day. And I, at first, it seemed really irrational to uh, impose structure where there is none right now. Yeah. Like the world is boundaryless and structure, structureless. And 
um, mm-hmm. it feels uh, foolish to try and like create some kind of boundary. And because like most of the day, at least for me and some people I know, you know, we're spending cooking, cleaning, cooking, cleaning, cooking, cleaning, cooking, cleaning. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then and then carving out space, you know, in between to like make a very long dash to the to the groceries um, mm-hmm. where you have to wait in a big queue outside and etc. So it's yeah. just, I mean, you're take, we're taking care of such basics right now. Yeah, um, the way of living any higher. Yeah, yeah, and the, and to think about doing any higher order work and be so called you know, quote unquote productive um, mm. in some other way, I think just feels like irrational. It feels irrational. It's like a yeah. what we're doing right now, like this feeling of like overwhelming anxiety or like just kind of going with the flow where there's no structure um, is almost like a rational response to a very irrational situation. Yeah, you're right. And I can actually relate to that in a very big way. I think for, for me, this is something that works for me. The, um, the only way that I've sort of kept together, I feel, is by creating some sort of rational structure in a very irrational world right now. Something to just give my day some sort of purpose, you know, um, like, okay, um, we've got not much to go on as far as work is concerned, but you know what, let me pick up a new skill that will hopefully serve me after all of this has subsided. If it freaking subsides, you know, let me what, work on what have you picked news. up. So a friend of mine who lives in Italy right now, we are also, I feel like, I feel like the only company that has managed to keep afloat after this, through this entire thing has been Zoom. So my, um, my friend and I, we have been in touch via Zoom. I'm teaching him things when it comes to mixing music and he's giving me tutorials in orchestration. So there's been this exchange of ideas and there's been... How cool. Uh, yeah, it's been great. In the, cre- in the creative context, there have been a lot of people that have been doing a lot of things as far as social media is concerned because... Honestly, it's all we can do right now. And it's all we have, you know, we, we, we're just kind of doing this to keep our juices flowing, to not feel like we're, I mean, it's a way of preventing us from spiraling, really, it just gives us some sort of vitality, more than anything else, as, as corny as that sounds, I mean, but it's the truth. It's, um, it's something that just keeps us going. And there are, for me, I know that there are moments, and I've noticed this over the past couple of weeks, there have been these certain bursts of panic where my mind goes into spaces of, you know, oh, what if this doesn't happen? What if we, uh, what if this doesn't blow over? What if we run out of food at home? What if, you know, uh, this happens? What if we can't move out of the house again? Yeah. Yeah. What if we can't move out of the house? So what if we're stuck here? What if basic things in the house stop working and we can't get someone to fix them? It's just like, Mm -hmm. oh shit. But I try to just tell myself, you know what, it. these thoughts, albeit valid thoughts right now, are not thoughts that serve me right now. I can only deal with what I've got at the moment. Take a deep breath and just power forward. I mean, that's just how I've been pushing myself. I've just been telling myself, look, creating the hypotheticals and freaking out about the hypotheticals is only going to make you feel worse. So just power on with what is there in front of you. That's what I've been telling myself. And that's basic anxiety management, right? I mean, we need that kind of, that skill even in regular life um, to stop freaking out about the future and anticipating the worst case scenario. Um, Exactly. But 
I've been coping in the same way. I've kind of just been taking the day, uh, every day as it comes. I have now created some kind of system because I've started um, taking online sessions, uh, therapy sessions with clients. Right. So I've created some kind of, you know, timetable for my week. But I, I actually wanted to address something that you had said earlier, where you said that you are um, to keep your creative juices flowing you're learning a skill and that's really serving you. And it's like, it's really working for you. But I wonder, you know, for the people who are in the space right now where they can't, they're feeling blocked, they're feeling too anxious, mm-hmm. they're feeling too lethargic, they're feeling too overwhelmed to get themselves to do things like cooking, baking, cleaning, learning right. a new skill, um, reading, even just getting their basic like employed work done. I really wonder, I wonder how to help. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Even I wonder how they're doing as well. I I think what's equal parts scary, but in some way, some sort of silver lining that I'm looking at is that it's some sort of consolation that we all don't know. We're all in this Mm. and we're all trying to figure out and we're all trying to take it every day as it comes. This is an unprecedented global situation. And all of us, I think, are worried about the same things. Just people like you and me, however, are just lucky that we've got access to the absolute basics. I mean, it, it breaks my heart looking at some of the news as far as migrant workers in our country are concerned mm-hmm. and how they're, I won't even say barely managing, they're not managing. And the exodus to their various home states or hometowns has not been dealt with in a... Compassionate or helpful way at all. Of course. No, not yeah. at all. And it's, it's terrifying to see. I've, I've talked to a lot of people who are saying that they're getting extremely triggered by the news right now. They're getting traumatized. Right. Um, they're feeling... Ext- this is already a helpless situation. And then when you read the news and you watch some of the stuff out there, the helplessness just compound- compounds itself. Because you're yeah. like, I don't know what, how to feel about, I don't know what to do, rather, about yeah. this situation. Yeah. At all. It yeah. all feels so out of our control. And that is but, really, I mean, I've spoken to a few people who are really, who are not coping well with that. And what I've said to them is that they need to stop engaging with the news. I mean, as yeah. like, harsh as it sounds, I mean, you have to protect yourself as well. Because otherwise you reach a breaking point as well. I mean, you're, you are in a position where you're lucky enough to do that. But in order to take care of yourself you need to take a step back sometimes. And to that end, I mean, even so, there, there are, from the looks of it, there seem to be a lot of initiatives that have come up that people can contribute to for at least, you know, monetarily from their bedrooms mm-hmm. if they want to. I mean, uh, Zomato, for example, has raised, if I'm not mistaken, in the span of 24 hours, the last time I saw, this was a couple of days ago, they raised 1.5 crores or something like that, 1.7 crores thereabouts from people who are volunteering to help, you know, daily wage laborers um there are i think he also found that there were a couple of other ngos yeah and there's um there's waste pickers puna there's something called safa safa which is an organization i mean there are plenty and i think what we can do is um there's there's like an a link called covid-relief.in okay. and um it's got kind of like a database of um a lot of ngos who are doing things who we can all contribute to um, okay. donate money to donate uh, whatever you know time where well, we can't donate time <laughs> mm. so it's really yeah. donating money and at least that's mm. uh, that's that's at least what we can do for right now because I think 
that's essentially what literally literally everybody is struggling to figure out right now. And I and I also do understand that, you know, good things like pharmacies are not open, people can get prescriptions if they have soft copies of the prescriptions. But I also understand based on uh, a, a news snippet that I watched recently that people who have severe mental health issues are struggling to get the treatment that they require. Mm-hmm. So I do hope this is this is just an FYI for everyone out there. Um, since these guidelines have, are only fresh and they've only just been issued, uh, I sincerely hope that the government amends these things so people who do have mental health issues can get the medication they require. This is something that is ongoing and will hopefully change soon. On a different note, um, I've had a couple of people write in to us because, you know, you and me put up that thing on Marbles saying, what would you like Marbles to talk about? Yes, and I've had a couple yes, of people did. reach out to us saying that, uh, you know, how, how do we deal with the guilt and fear of not being with family members right now who are old or sick or vulnerable? Mm-hmm. And that really struck a chord with me because I have uh, grandparents um, who live alone in London and they're all, they're both, um, you know, older than 85. And they, I mean, in general, you know, it's an individual cu- culture. And mm. even though I've got um, aunts and uncles in, in London, they've, everyone's isolated themselves because they don't want right. to infect, take anything to my grandparents and they're managing all by themselves um, Mm -hmm. in their home and they haven't stepped out of the house in 18 days. And it's just my family and I, we try not to think, we call them every day, you know, we Mm. FaceTime them every day. But beyond that, you know, what, what can we do? Our hands are tied. Um, Yeah, absolutely. There isn't much. I I, I think this is uh, an important thing that you brought up because this is also something that has been brought up, I think on on other blogs or news or various other forums kind of like ours where the idea of the buzzword right now, social distancing doesn't necessarily have to mean emotional distancing. We're lucky that we live in an age now where we have things like the internet, things like mobile phones. You and I are just a phone call away. Your grandparents, for example, are also just a phone call away or a FaceTime session away. So I think all we can really do is have those conversations face-to-face as, as much as face-to-face can be. Like, for example, mm-hmm. I'm looking at you on a screen right now. The point is, is that at least for what it's worth, technology is allowing us some form of interaction right now. And it's important, especially at this time, to be in touch with the people that you care about and tell them that you do care about them. And Avanti, I love you, man. I just thought I'd put that on. Yeah. And actually, and- it, it, it makes it, it's actually narrowing down or widening the scope of people who you actually give a shit about and you're able to communicate with because there's no other real pressure to do anything but communicate right yeah absolutely i you know what i'm very hopeful of this entire situation i can understand uh well, skepticism or cynicism really but i feel like what comes out of this this entire situation in the world will really be a defining moment for our humanity in general i have no idea how it's going to go um, I don't think most people know how it's going to go, but I, I really believe that our, the going back to normal is not a thing anymore. I don't think our idea of normal is going to exist anymore after this because hell, we don't know what's going to happen in a month from now. We don't know what's going to happen after the 14th of April, which is when the lockdown is supposed to end. Hell, they might extend it. Uh, things might get even more intense. 
all we can really do in this time is just be in touch with the people that we care about and make sure that they're okay as best as they can be. And if we uh, can, then focus on some kind of creative outlet. Um, yeah. If we can, but honestly, if we can't, if we're feeling too overwhelmed, if we're feeling too distracted, it's okay. I mean, yeah. so really what is. if we're not cook- everyone isn't cooking and everyone isn't baking and everyone isn't reading and writing and creating music. I mean, it's uh, doing yeah. yoga. <laughs> yeah, I mean, big f***ing deal. None of this like, as as we both said, though, like these are things that do keep us afloat. But just because there's a day where you don't feel like doing those things, or a stretch of days where you don't feel like doing those things, it really is okay. This is terrifying for everyone, and I feel one thing that has been really making my blood boil to a degree is that um, there have been a lot of people who have been talking about the exact same things. Like, okay, this is a time of opportunity where you need to go and do this, or you need to reach out to this person and do that thing. And then this thing, because this is the time where you own yourself and you figure out things and that well and good. I'm not taking away from that at Mm -hmm. all. And I understand the validity of all those things because I'm doing all those things as best as I can, but it comes to me, I, I get the impression that it comes from a very sanctimonious or self-righteous perspective mm-hmm. where just kind of like, yeah. hey, look at me in this place of privilege <laughs> and I'm doing all of this shit and I'm taking care of myself and I'm reaching out to the people I care about and I've got food on the table. I'm learning how to cook. Man, people there are struck. People in the world are struggling to get food. People in America are literally fighting over toilet paper. I mean, for God's sake, this is... You take away the concept of common civics and people just behave like this. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it, in some way, it, it's, it's, it's almost expected. You know, when people panic, this is what happens. That's, and, what, that's what I mean. It's like a rational response to a very irrational situation. To yeah. feel like overwhelmed, to feel like I can't, I can't figure this out. I guess I guess what we can we can end this or like, you know, taper off by, by talking a little bit about I don't know how we, how to create pockets of stillness, pockets of peace with the situation right now. So what, what, would you, what would you suggest as a practical thing to do, even for yourself, you know, forget about talking about clients or anything, but even for you. Okay, well, when I go to buy groceries once in a few days, I, uh, I make it like an outing. I like actually put on decent clothes. So I get out of like elasticated waist trousers, mm-hmm. for example. Right. And mm-hmm. I do my hair, like I make it look decent. And I, I just, I don't know, I feel like, okay, I'm going out somewhere, right. even if it's not yeah. a grocery store with my mask on, right? Yes, yes. And it makes me feel like a human being again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel connected. I feel like I can breathe air. I get my dosage of vitamin D because I'm out in the sun and I just go and stand out for as long as I can, which is not that hard because you have to wait outside in queues anyway. Um, right. And that really helps me. And I think I'm also, again, you know, I, I, I mean, this comes from a, oh, I know I keep, we keep saying this, but it does come from a very privileged perspective. So I do allow myself um time to watch Netflix and I don't kind of berate myself for spending four hours reading like a a novel like during the day or Mm -hmm. taking my time over something I'm just like I just feel that I'm allowing the the weight of any expectation to be productive kind of melt away and that's that's like helping my mood 
um, just feel a little more relaxed, feel a little more open to whatever changes are coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I've found any pockets of stillness. And sure. I know some people have found it through like more structured approaches, like through like they meditate every morning and they do their yoga practice on Zoom every morning. But that doesn't work for me. Like for me, it's Fair just, enough. okay, how do I enjoy my time as much as I can because I've got right. time right now. Right. Yeah. I feel like I... I d- that, sorry, I just want to also, I want to also say that, you know, you and I both, Zane, we work in these like sort of freelancey kind of positions. So we are able to create our own timetable. And this is the, probably the first time that this is working in our favor, if you think about yeah. it. Yeah, that's true, yeah. actually. I just wonder about people who still have regular nine to five jobs and on top of that have to do, do all their housework and their cooking work and whatever else. And then people who live alone. Mm-hmm. Bloody hell. Like people who live alone, I don't, my heart goes out to them. I, I feel like I... Saying about that. It's just something that I've been yeah. thinking about. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And it's something that I've been thinking about too, as far as, you know, the... To the previous, to the previous things that you were talking about, I feel like I take equal parts of how you deal with things, equal parts about uh, of some form of structure as well. Like I just find pockets of time through the day where I can just be and do nothing and just enjoy doing nothing as best as I can, rather than freaking out about anything else. Um, I do meditate every day. That I feel like that's one thing that has kept me sort of as centered as I possibly can be. And then of course the music and then the exercise, that sort of thing. But I really feel that, you know, we, we don't have the answers. Nobody per se really has the answers. We can only just keep on moving forward as best as we can, be there for our loved ones as best as we can, because this is not a time at all to tell people just to like suck it up and, and carry mm-hmm. on. Sometimes you have to, you know, sometimes you really have to. But uh, there are points where, you know, someone will reach some form of breaking point and it's it's fair to be there for that person and just tell them, you know what, we get it. We're all in this. Hopefully at some point or the other, something will come from this. And on that note, you know, I think uh, we've said as much as we can about this very vague situation. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like a lot of the stuff that we talked about today is not very extremely concrete either, but at this point in time, it feels like nothing is. So, um, just a shout out to everyone who wrote into us to ask us to do this. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. I hope in some way that this is some form of consolation for you. We are all trying to figure it out. We are all in this together. We're all trying to look out for every, for the people who matter to us as best as we can. And um, rest assured, especially now, nobody's alone in this. Nobody's alone in this. Thank you for listening. This is Zane. This is Avanti. Take care, everyone. Speak soon.